Let's go out to Detroit. He covers the Lions for the Detroit Free Press. We want to talk to him a little bit about Aaron Glenn, if we possibly can. Dave Burkett, Burkett, uh, pardon me, is our guest here on the Arizona Sports Line. Dave, I'm Dave. This is Gambo. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? What's up, fellas? How are you? Well, welcome, welcome the Lions to the NFL because I've been alive for fifty six years and they've never been any good. So it's uh, it, it is it is fun to see a Lions team that's on the rise. First time in a long time. I mean, uh, you know, you look at the NFC North here, and it's been Green Bay's for thirty years, right? Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, and now it looks like Rodgers is ready to fade away, and maybe it just is time for the Lions to to step up and be competitive. Be a nice change for everyone up here, at least. No, I, yeah. no doubt. Yeah, go ahead, Gambo. Sorry. How, how, how much is when Dan Campbell had his introductory uh, press conference? I was just blown away. Like I was blown away. Oh, <laughs> I really hope this guy works out because I I think guys are going to run through a wall for him. You, you're around him. Tell me what impact he's had on the Lions' success. Well, I think that's exactly what's happened. You know, I mean, he's a very relatable guy. Um, you know, people sort of, you know, gravitate. He's easy to root for. You know, he, he's passionate. He wears it on his sleeve. He's kind of, you know, like a, a fan where some of that comes dripping out at times. And he says maybe things that aren't unconventional for a, a football coach. But, you know, people here love it. And, um, you know, you look at last year, right? The Lions started, what, 10 and 1, something like that. And, and they sort of held it together, won three of their last six, got things at least on the right path. And then same thing this year. You know, they, they start off 1 and 6, and everything looks bleak. And, you know, people are talking about what they're going to do with the number one pick, and then all of a sudden they reel off 8 to 10. So I think Dan deserves a lot of credit for that. Um, obviously, there's a lot of buy-in in the locker room and a lot of young guys. And so, you know, there's, there was no one that – I think they, they built this team with a purpose that way. You know, no one was uh, in a position really to, to give up on the, the season. Uh, but the way they were playing football at the end of the year, they, they certainly looked like they could play with just about anybody in the NFL. Dave Burkett, the Lions beat writer from the Detroit Free Press, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Tell us what you know about Aaron Glenn and his candidacy to be a head coach in this league, Dave. Yeah, I mean, he was one of Dan's first hires. You know, these these guys go back a long, long way. They're they're really good friends. And um, look, you, you look at the numbers, and certainly, you know, the Lions defense hasn't looked pretty either the last two years. And and you know, Aaron certainly deserves some some blame for that. Um, but I think everyone in that building would tell you that he's a pretty strong leader. And just like the players respond to Dan, um, you know, there's they have a certain kinship with with Aaron too. I mean, Aaron played obviously, and um, you know, had a long career and uh, you know, I think maybe he deserves a little bit of credit too for getting that defense fixed. I mean, they were the, the worst unit in the NFL the first half of the season. Um, you know, they hit the bye week and, and they make some changes and really, you know, kind of kind of redesign some of the things that they're doing in the front seven and scale back some of the coverage things. And then all of a sudden, you know, that was a big part of. I know the numbers didn't look pretty, but that was a big part of why they're playing good ball too. Yeah. So he's got the leadership skills, and I think that's that's the primary thing that he brings. And, and that's the that's the big thing I wanted to ask you about. Is because I know there's been some reaction around here. Not a lot. I don't want to, you know, overdo it. But certainly some, like people have looked at the numbers and said, "Really?" And yeah. I, I, I don't think it's about the numbers necessarily. It's it's kind of that cliche, but the one that fans here want to hear about a guy being a leader of men. And it kind of sounds like cliche as it might be. That's the box that Aaron checks when it comes to that. 
No doubt. And, you know, again, I, I get that. And I think that's sort of why a lot of people up here kind of look at, um, you know, Aaron also interviewed in Indy and, and last year he had a couple interviews, Denver and New Orleans. And they say, you know what, it, it's going to be a hard sell for another team to hire, especially a defensive coach coming from like the last ranked defense in, in the league. And, and so most people just kind of assume that, that Aaron will be back. But that's exactly what he does is, you know, he, he has some of those leadership qualities, you know, and, and guys respect him and trust him and he's very open and, and communicative with them. And, and so I think that's why, uh, you know, to a man on that defense, they, they swore by him and some of the things that he was doing. I remember him being a, a star of hard knocks and, and that game being talked about quite a bit. What 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 did that what, what did those episodes do to show him what type of light did it show him in? <laughs> it's funny, you know, because up here, I mean, that's that's sort of the, I mean, for all those coaches, and maybe it's it's down, you know, the the same with you guys as well when when you watch the in season stuff. But we're all like, okay, we already know that about you know. Aaron Glenn or Deuce Staley or Dan Campbell or whoever they are. I mean, those are some of the, the back and forth that, that we, we do see all the time. Um, but that that's part of Dan and, and I guess his staff, too, is that, you know, what you see is, is really what you get. You know, the, these guys, um, they've always been upfront about who they are. They've always been themselves. And, and I think, you know, even with their flaws, sort of embracing them, right? They, that, that's who they are. And that allows the players to, to really be themselves, too, and Jamal Williams to dance and have fun. And, um, you know, it, it just, you know, it, I think when, when you allow your guys to be themselves, no one's looking over their shoulder, no one's walking around on eggshells, you get the best version of them, and that, you know, ultimately helps them on the field. And, and so, in my eyes, at least, that's one of the best things about this staff, and, and that you know includes Dan Campbell and Aaron Glenn. Dave, before uh, I'm, oh, go ahead, Gamble, go ahead. Okay. I'm just curious about this. Were you surprised or shocked at all after they were eliminated by Seattle's um, win? Were you surprised at how hard they played to, to to beat that the Green Bay game when they had nothing to really play for outside of pride? You know, I, I thought they were going to lose. If I was, if I'm being honest, I mean, just because the. You know, there's a human element to it, right? Like you find out 30 minutes before you you kick the ball off that that you don't you know have the playoffs to play for anymore, and it's just it's naturally deflating. And so, um, I think I was maybe a little surprised at the outcome. I, I never thought that they would give up or not compete. That's just not really in the, the fabric of the, the team that they built. Um, but you know, I, I certainly was was maybe a little bit surprised at how it all came together. You know, they, they had a couple turnovers on Aaron Rodgers again. I mean, they, they played some really good defense. They, you know, the, the the way they really silenced that crowd after maybe you know what looked like it might be a tough start. Um, yeah, I, I give you know the Lions. Uh, you know, we do our grades up here, right? And, and I certainly gave the Lions coaching staff an A for that one because in order to get that team in the right mental space where they needed to be to go out and have the performance they did. Um, so there's a lot about the guys on the field, but also the, the staff, I think. Dave, I'm going to take a shot in the dark on this one, and if the answer is no, it's no biggie because I'm just curious, but uh, Matt Ishbia made his kind of debut last night, if you will, at the Suns game as the new owner of the Phoenix Suns. He hasn't officially <laughs> taken the reins, obviously, but it's expected he'll get league approval at some point in the next several weeks or so. Have you, in Detroit, in Michigan, had any interaction with Matt at all or are aware of anything that that our audience might want to know about him or am I just taking a shot in the dark here? 
Um, yeah, I wish I had something great to okay. give you there. Um, the only thing I can tell you, you guys probably know this already, right? He was a walk-on at Michigan yeah. State. He was, uh, you know, his, his dad was, you know, I think they came from a big legal family and they started their own, you know, little mortgage business. But look, Ishpia, he was at Michigan State around the time that I was at Michigan State. Uh, didn't know him. He was maybe a couple years younger than me. And I'll tell you this, you know, I, I covered Michigan State, um, you know, obviously when I was in school and, and for the local paper up there at Lansing State Journal. Never had a clue, you know, back in the day that he came from this family that had billions of dollars, you know. So <laughs> I think he was, it was kind of unassuming in that way at the very least that, um, hey, you know, this was just this, this walk-on guy. Then all of a sudden here he's running this big thing and he's got interest in buying an NFL team. And I was like, wait a minute, what? This is the same Matt Ispia that, you know, that that I not cross paths with necessarily, but, you know, was, was, was around a little bit at school. So uh, at least the basketball program. So, um, you know, I, I know he's a huge sports fan and I know he's, he's obviously wanted to own a professional team for a long time. Um, so, you know, I, I think he'll, uh, he's a basketball guy. So I, I think he'll probably do well for the Suns down there. Good stuff. Dave, we appreciate the time. Thanks for coming on. You got it. Talk to you guys again.